Welcome to the All Ball Show, presented by Abstract Sports, where we bring sports back to life. I'm your host, Kyle Clay 2K. In the All Ball Show, we focus on basketball-only content. And to tip things off, I'm covering every single team in the NBA, from worst to best in each conference. I'm going to look at their rosters and discuss how I think they're going to perform this upcoming season. Up next in the Western Conference, the number seven seed from last year, the San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs have been an extremely successful franchise in recent times um, with uh, Coach Popovich at the lead. Uh, This guy, he's very fun to watch in interviews, but he also is very woke, as the kids say, when it comes to social issues and uh, being at the forefront of the forward-thinkingness of the NBA. San Antonio Spurs are located in San Antonio. Uh, They are in the Western Conference Southwest Division. The team plays its home games at the AT&T Center in San Antonio. Head coach Greg Popovich, also known as Coach Pop or Pop, call him whatever you want. Just make sure your Pop is in there. Owner is Spurs Sports and Entertainment, a.k.a. Juliana Hahn-Holt, and she's the chairman and CEO. Uh, Shout out Juliana. NBA championships. These were around the times the Lakers were in dominance. Uh, The Spurs and the Lakers met frequently in the playoffs, obviously being in the West. You would see them in the Western Conference Finals all the time and just matching up here and there. One game I remember in particular is the one where Derek Fisher hit that 0.4 second turnaround shot to win a game. Uh, That was epic. Never forget it. But man, the Spurs are a legendary organization. And having David Robinson there, Avery Johnson, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, Tim Duncan, uh, Coach Popovich, and beyond. I mean, Mario Ellie back in the day. Oh, there's just so many guys. I can't even think of them all. But they won championships in 1999, 2003, 2005, 2007, and 2014. Uh, 2014 kind of came as a surprise, and it was like right before the Spur or the Warriors blew up, kind of right in the middle of all the craziness of Steph Curry going off and whatnot. But did you know the Spurs have the highest all-time NBA regular season win-loss record percentage of 62%? That's pretty dang good. They had 47 and 35 record last year, which was the same as the Timberwolves, but the tiebreaker gave the Spurs the number seven seed. Uh, the Spurs had 29 23 record in conference play, 33 and 8 at home. That's a dang good home record. It's actually the second best record at home in the Western Conference last year. Uh, 14 and 27 on the road, though. That's where they really stunk. They managed to make it to the playoffs as well. And I'll talk about this before we get into the players here a little bit. But the Spurs had to take on the Golden State Warriors in the first round. For a team that I didn't really expect to be in the playoffs with their personnel, obviously they're really well coached with Coach Pop there at the helm. It's just weird with this Western Conference last season because there's a lot of teams that you don't expect to be up there, but they are because the spread was so wide. Um, Like the Jazz being a number five seed, that's kind of unusual. So it'll be interesting to see how things move around with the Lakers being up there. But in the playoffs or in the first round for the Spurs, the Golden State Warriors won their first two games at home, including their first one on the road at San Antonio. And then they went back home to win game five to put them out of their misery. Uh, The interesting about this season that's different from the last couple is that the Warriors are the number two seed instead of the number one. The Rockets are up there above everybody else. Spurs were a number seven seed. So uh, the Warriors, obviously, as I mentioned before, they went on to win the championship, and everybody pretty much knows that. Uh, they swept the Cavs in the finals. Some of the players on that team for the Spurs last year include LaMarcus Aldridge. He's one of their main dudes. Kyle Anderson, Davis Bertans, Matt Costello, Bryn Forbes, Pau Gasol is one guy. He used to be a Laker. 
a championship center. He can shoot the ball, hit his free throws. Rudy Gay, Manu Ginobili, who retired after this year, uh, after last year. Danny Green, Darren Hillard, Joffrey Laverne, Kawhi Leonard, and that's another interesting trade. Or this offseason, they traded Kawhi Leonard to the Toronto Raptors for uh, DeMar DeRozan. So that'll shift up the, te- the chemistry a little bit. He seems to be fitting in just fine, though. Uh, same with Kawhi over in Toronto. Patty Mills, DeJounte Murray, Tony Parker, who was traded to the Charlotte Hornets to play for Michael Jordan, Brandon Paul, and Derek White. Some of the numbers for these dudes. I mean, they only had 17 players on their team last year total. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge getting the the most averages in most in points per game. He had 8.5 rebounds per game as well, two assists, uh, 1.2 blocks, only 1.5 turnovers. That's pretty dang good. Usually big guys don't have a lot of turnovers because they're not passing so much. They're just getting the ball down low and shooting it. Uh, 23.1 points a game, and then four other guys in double digits averaging points. Kawhi Leonard was up there in the fours, but he was also injured for a lot of last year. But that's one of the things that has my mind blown about the, the Spurs last year is that Kawhi Leonard only played nine games. He had like a torn quadricep or something like that. Uh, there was some drama at some point in the season where Tony Parker had a, he had a similar injury like that in his career uh, not all that long ago, and he's like, mine was worse than I was playing. And that didn't help the help issues there in San Antonio. But essentially, Kawhi Leonard was, was injured. He was out for a long time. They told him he can come back uh, and play, and that was right around when the playoffs were around. But he was like, I'm not feeling comfortable to play. I want to get a second opinion. And so the team took that as, you don't want us to win or you don't you don't want to be with this team anymore. And it divided them in a very, very big way. Uh, from what I understand, Kawhi Leonard's uncle or uncles have taken over as his agents, and uh, they're they're taking him down an interesting path. I mean, Kawhi Leonard is a very shy dude, pretty quiet guy. I don't imagine him being all that confrontational, but I think the player is the one who knows the most about how they feel and whether they can play at their best. And if you have a torn quad, I feel like coming back too soon from something like that can be really dangerous. It's something that could end your career if you did, if you re-injure it again. Two years like that, you lose a lot of strength in your leg. So Kawhi was playing it safe. And I mean, it sucks that he had to potentially come back when the playoffs were going on. We had to play his hardest uh, and play against the Warriors for that matter. Um, I think the guy was just worried that he was going to re-injure himself. It's probably best that he did take the rest of the year off. It just sucks that he ended up getting traded to the Raptors, especially with the mess that it caused over in Raptorland too. So just an unfortunate situation. I want the best for Kawhi. He's a, a shy guy that I think gets made fun of a lot, and I, I'll be honest, I've laughed at the way he laughs many times on the internet. But that's not to say that he's not a good guy and that you should respect him. Uh, in one way or another. He's a dominant guy, defensive, offensive, you name it. So not very vocal, though. Not a vocal leader. He just leads by example. Let's put it that way. But just to name off some of these totals here, Marcus Aldridge led the team by a, in a very big way in points with 1,700. All the other guys under 1,000, but it was well spread throughout the team, probably why they were able to get it done because everybody was contributing in one way or another. Um, now let's take a look at next or this upcoming season's roster, just to see if anybody new is here. We got LaMarcus Aldridge, DeJounte Murray, DeMar DeRozan. He's the one big new guy. Jacob Potl, Derek White, Pau Gasol, Patty Mills, Rudy Gay, Davis Bertans, Lonnie Walker, Dante Cunningham, Marco Bellinelli. Ooh, that's one guy. Bryn Forbes, Quincy Pondexter, Chimezi Metu, Okaru White, Nick Johnson, and Drew Eubanks. Uh, So DeMar DeRozan, I think that him and Kawhi are kind of a wash in terms of skill. They're both very similar players. 
um, athletic. I, I think that Kawhi had b- more defensive tendencies than DeMar-, DeMar DeRozan does. That's not to say that he can't play well around LaMarcus Aldridge and Pau Gasol and Patty Mills and guys like that. So I think the Spurs are going to be another good team this year, but I think chemistry is going to take them down a notch. I don't think this year is going to end up in a spread like it did last year, but it will be interesting to say the least. And that does it for this episode of the All Ball Show presented by Abstract Sports. How do you think the Spurs are going to do this year? Let us know in the comments below. Also hit like if you enjoyed this video and subscribe if you want to get all that basketball content all season long. I'm your host, Kyle Clay 2K. I'll see you in the next one.